0: up on the text line to a story we did about the most regretted majors maybe we'll get to those later this hour because people pointed out some interesting differences and it matters to uh, people who either are carrying student loan debt or paid a lot for the kids to go to college or are thinking about going back now or, or something right
1: right yeah uh, so uh, looking forward to that uh, this this is uh, just uh, ugliness but we thought you'd ought to hear it. There have been a number of cops shot down across America in recent days, several um, trying to serve and protect. Um, And uh, one of them was in Sacramento, capital of California. There were a couple of cops who were there to rescue a woman who was the victim of of, uh, domestic abuse. She was afraid, so they went to help her collect her stuff and get out. While they're there, the man of the house, who is a career criminal, a brute, a woman beater, appeared, and the cop said, listen, man, you're not in trouble. You're not in trouble. Everybody's cool here. This guy produces a gun, starts firing off shots, and slayed a, a, a beautiful young police officer, uh, 26 years old. It's just absolutely terrible. While the cops, while she lay bleeding because the guy was squeezing off so many shots they couldn't get to her to render aid, they were setting up a perimeter. And while this is going on, they were accosted by locals, including a prominent Black Lives Matter activist. And this is what it sounded like:
2: Hey, El Mohammed, what's your badge number? Hey, Mohammed. It's oh my bad. He says right there. All right, now. thank you. Good looking. Okay. The way y'all do stuff. Y'all not finishing no no narrative
1: whatever today. Whatever you're getting shot need to be, y'all all need to be, y'all all need to be shot. Hey, thank you, ma'am. You, you're welcome, you little punk. You're welcome, you little bastard. You're welcome, bastard. You little coward. Take that gun off. I'll whoop your little butt. Go, go, come on back. Take it off. What you been
2: back? Coward? It's all good. You little coward. All y'all cowards. We
3: know they are. Y'all cowards. We know they
0: are.
3: All of you cowards. We know they are. we got guns too. Cowards.
1: So that's what cops are facing in the community as they try to rescue a woman of color who's getting the crap beat out of her by a murderer.
0: You got to pull the cops out of those neighborhoods and say, go ahead. Okay, here's here's the barrier. You don't get to come out of the neighborhood, but just fend for yourselves. If you don't want to live like that, you might want to get your family out, but we ain't dealing with it anymore. You don't like us? Fine. Go ahead. Live live the Hobbesian lifestyle where life is nasty, brutish, violent, and short, and uh, you knock yourself out.
1: Yeah. The entire video is posted at armstrongandgetty.com. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and you folks who have a more balanced view of things, who realize... Okay, there are bad cops, there are cops that have made mistakes, and we need to absolutely make sure that everybody's civil rights are protected. But the idea of screaming, y'all are cowards, I want to whoop your ass to a cop who's trying to save a woman of color, uh, those people are insane. So, yes, I would like to live in civilization. Can I move out? I'm more than happy. We'll help you people move out. And so the new experimental zone can can go ahead and, and give it a try. Give it a try.
0: You know, we played some of the audio yesterday. So Mayor Pete, running for president, in his town, he had one of those situations where a white cop shoots a black person dead, and it turned into one of those deals that we've had over the last several years. And one side's claiming one side thing, and one side's claiming the other. And Mayor Pete has gotten uh, beaten up from every side, I think, for the way he handled it. I was watching it yesterday and thinking, what? Uh, who's handled this well? What's the w- correct way to handle it in right. these situations? I don't know what you do because you have one side that is absolutely, appears to be 100% convinced that you have police, racist policemen that are going around hunting black people for their own enjoyment and killing them.
1: Right. They honestly believe that. And they will listen to no uh, counter-opinion. In any of the cases. Right. Because in some of these cases, it has
0: become clear, and those people are now in jail, that the police officer was wrong. But in some of these cases, it has become clear and it has proven the other way that the police officer was not acting wrong. Right. I don't know what happened in this one, but I don't know how you're supposed to handle it, because you have a very, very volatile situation going on. Because if I thought the police were hunting my family, I'd be willing to do anything. Sure. I'd be willing to do anything mm-hmm. if I believed that were true. And a lot of these people do. I don't know if you saw the Mayor Pete stuff, but they, they believed racist cops are out to to... Hunt them and their children every day and kill them in the streets. Well, it's a
1: narrative that's reinforced in the media all the time. Absolutely.
0: So I don't know how you're supposed to handle that situation or what we're going to do about as a society because it is not good from all sides.
1: Yeah. Well, and listen, I'm absolutely willing to concede. See, this isn't just shouting emotion. This is the way thinking people do it. Yeah, there's a lot of abuse of black folks by the cops through the years. A lot of it. An amazing, a horrifying amount of it. And we've got to root it out. We've got to stop it. We've got to protect everybody's civil rights all the time. And bad cops need to be yanked off the force and or prosecuted. Amen, brother. Amen, sister. On the other hand, every single person who gets shot by the cops isn't some righteous, innocent person. And the cops are cowards and bastards. And you ought to be screaming in the face of politicians and refusing to listen to logic. If we can't, you know, if we if we're not better than that, we're, you know, I don't know where it goes from we're here. Well, we're clearly not better than that in a lot of places. Yeah, that's true.
0: I don't know how we get better than that. I don't know how that. I don't know how that straightens out.
1: Right. I really don't. I like and it's, your experiment zone. You know, laboratories of democracy. Let let California declare independence. And, and go with the great progressive vision of Gavin Newsom, who, who by the way, he knows better. He's pandering to you people because we know him a little bit, and he just he's decided to go with the flow. He's a smart politician.
0: Yeah, I don't know about a state, but certainly in a lot of cities, I wonder how many people would sign up for this is going to be the cop-free zone. Mm-hmm. You want to live there? How many people would live there? I'm thinking a lot of people with families would not, despite, despite what they might be saying about police. I don't think they want to live somewhere where there's no police. But right. go ahead. Try it out. With these, with these cowardly bastard police, uh, they they won't go in there and bother you anymore. Yeah. So now you're just you know fend for yourself. You know what the bad people? Because there's bad people in every neighborhood and there's every every walks of life. The bad people are going to take over and life's going to be miserable.
1: So how do you run a society when and uh, the uh, the the tape that we're playing? It's a it's a it's a you know phone tape, a phone recording, video recording. Um, by adrian aligned who's that's an alias for adrian pennington a prominent leader with sacramento black lives matter um how can you possibly run a society where you can't engage and say well maybe you can i don't know maybe she was just taping it she seemed to be egging on the woman who was saying the terrible things but you can't even say all right look We have stipulated, we've agreed that there's been a a history of discrimination against black folks, sometimes violent, by police in various parts of America through the years. I I don't deny that. How could you? On the other hand, here are cops showing up, laying their lives on the line to protect a woman of color from her abusive man. Why are you screaming cowards and bastards as they do that? And indeed, a woman laid down her life to protect that woman. How are you shouting that now? Are you not willing to concede the cops do good stuff, too? How can can adults have a society where people are acting like that? You're welcome, you little punk. You're welcome, you little bastard. You're welcome, bastard. Well, she's obviously calling calling for a no police zone. I'll whoop your little butt. Number one, I don't think you could take him, but um, yeah, that's just, uh, where do you go? I, that's And there are uh, universities that are preaching that that logic or calm give and take is a white thing, and that it, it needs to be ended, because that's just, that's your truth, that's not my truth. Tell you what, the next 50 years are going to be really interesting. I hope I live to a ripe old age and I get to watch it.
0: I hope we can all, those of us who want to stay in a safe, sane society can can do that if we want to.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think there's definitely a craziest 5% situation here where the vast majority of humans are willing to exchange ideas and come together in you know a spirit of some mutual respect, but I don't know. It doesn't get as much airtime. Our text line 415... 4- you know, if, 15- I'd, if I'd yelled on our show right now, for instance, that... That woman ought to be, you know, blank. You fill in the blank. Something terrible. I, would, I had called for something terrible to happen to that woman. We would be on the news. We'd be out of a job. Yeah, true. People would hear about us coast to coast. Um, saying we all need to calm down and exchange ideas and come to a place where civil rights are protected and yet the police are valued. Nobody has a, an S to give for that. At least not in the, major, in, in the uh, modern media. Environment, so I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to do. I It'll really take don't.
0: at least a generation, if not generations, to turn those attitudes around.
1: Yes, and well, know, meanwhile, people are I, being indoctrinated to to cherish those yeah, ideas. If
0: you started today, and it ain't starting today, it's going the other direction. So yeah. I don't know. It's uh, it's concerning.
1: Yeah. What are you gonna do?
0: Again, our text line is four. Having heard that four one five two nine five KFTC.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: The first Democratic presidential debates of this week, and the top 20 candidates will be split between separate events. Also, anyone polling below 5% has to bring their own podium. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, we... we look... We're not providing a podium for you. If you want to be down here on the end, uh, just standing there, kind of trying to figure out what to do with your hands, that's fine. Or bring your own podium. But uh, So that's tomorrow night, and Marshall Phillips is going to have a little preview of that, if Joe allows it, uh, in his news. Yeah. Who's on what night, if you have any interest in tuning in at all. Yeah. Uh, we, got can, we got a whole bunch of texts. We got a whole bunch of texts and what we were just talking about, and I really hate to set it back up again, but so I won't. Either you were listening or you weren't, but we got this text. I'm a police officer on duty right now. I can tell you that listening to that video while working makes it really hard for me to want to do my job.
1: Yeah, sorry, guys and gals. Yeah. I don't know. I I know, listen, I've conceded multiple times that there are bad cops and racist cops. I know plenty of really, really good cops who really, really care about the people in the communities, and they just are beside themselves they don't even know how to proceed or whether to proceed
0: well cops have told us over and over and we've asked this question every time we have cops in the studio or whatever and it seems to be about one out of four they believe shouldn't be cops right based on their experience which is a lot yeah that's a lot more than you'd like it to be that one out of four cops shouldn't be cops according to the other cops
1: yeah and and, you know that we allow them deadly force and i yeah, it's 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 a tough one. And and this is why we're such a terrible talk show cuz we admit ambivalence. Yeah, there's some legitimate gripes and yeah, some of the gripes are not legitimate. They're over the top and they have no capacity for reason. Uh both are true. You know, honestly, I'd rather make stupid jokes about people's genitals in the morning or doing the show, you know, man. But I don't know. <laughs> eh, boy. The politics of, of of the 21st century are just insane. I mean, just everybody's screaming, and nobody can state anything reasonably. They've got to take it way over the top to be heard, which is not like a, anybody who's ever been involved in a relationship like that knows that's not a great way to run a relationship. Although, which reminds me, didn't you have a study about how we all see everybody like on the other side of the aisle yeah. as a caricature of what they actually are?
0: I was thinking of maybe bringing that out tomorrow, the day of the debates. Yeah. Since politics will kind of be in the air that day. That's a good idea. We got a number of texts about the um, the most regretted majors. Ah, yes. Um, and with the number one being humanities, whatever that all encompasses. As we discussed, that's majors like English and history.
1: Yeah, see, I think studying history is a great idea, depending on how it's taught. I mean, if you're like in some modern 21st century university Howard Zinn crap, curriculum then you probably wasted your money
0: i took a lot of college history classes and they were all great as opposed to k through 12 history classes where which were not all great
1: no and and it hmm. helps you understand the modern world
0: learning
3: about history is is fantastic and offers invaluable uh, invaluable maybe not but is it to go six figures into debt to get a degree no that you might well, not be able to pay off, and no. uh, yeah, that's that's the thing. Right? Well, it's not can, that schooling is bad; it's right. that it is not be it is no longer worth what it costs.
0: Can you come up with a list of what all would be considered a humanities degree? Because I, I think it's incredibly unfair to lump them all together. Uh, that you is absolutely true. You can't have history lumped
1: in with some of the things we're about to hear. How about that Marxist a hole professor at the University of California Davis? He's like a, he's a he teaches Marxist poetry, for instance. Yeah, right. Um you Please. can't you can't lump that in with history. I would not trade my dog's dung for that. <laughs> the dung might conceivably be fashioned into some sort of fertilizer.
0: <laughs> um uh, we got this text. I got a humanities degree. At commencement, we were deemed worthy to go forth and serve. Fries with that. <laughs>
1: everybody laughed. <laughs> oh, that's good. Again, he got a humanities degree. I got an inhumanities degree. My classes included cruelty, um, inhumane treatment, beatings, kickings, uh, pokings, uh, vicious insults, racism. Yeah, inhumanities degrees. So,
0: so uh, we got a number of texts pointing this out. And th- this was true back when I was in college, and it's still true today. While a lot of your uh, not regretted degrees and your STEM sort of degrees, they 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 they've always earned more money right off the bat than the other degrees. That's not true over time. A a lot of your CEO types so people that go far far in a variety of different areas of of, of business or anything had liberal arts degrees. That's just true. You don't make money right off the bat. But those people tend to have whatever it takes to navigate life sometimes. Mm hmm. Um, but doesn't mean you're not going to regret it when you're 24 and looking for a job.
3: Uh, so, uh, humanities is a wide-ranging study of a lot of different little things, like philosophy, arts, languages... Um and it, it, much like a where, where was it much like a liberal arts thing, it's it's more it's just about a broad
1: general educational right. thing, which is why that's a completely unfair. Yeah, it is because there
0: are humanities degrees where I'm not sure that prepares you for anything.
1: <laughs> right, and, and you know, you,
0: oh, there are probably tons of CEOs that have history degrees, under, undergrad yeah. history degrees.
1: I'm a huge fan of liberal arts education. I just think the current constitution of it, as positive Sean pointed out, quite negatively, is that. It will cost you such an enormous sum of money, and nobody ever wants to talk about that, that you're better off getting a work-related skill, somehow or other, Than educating yourself throughout your life just to to nourish your soul and your understanding of people. You
0: can learn all this stuff on your own. Right. Books are available. Right. The lectures are even available. Right. What's coming up in your news, Marshall?
1: Well, we've got the Democratic
2: presidential debate starting up tomorrow. We've got a preview. Trump (laughs) makes a major move to lower your medical costs, and the head of Instagram swears they are not spying on you.
0: Coming up. I'm interested in all those stories. That sounds like
2: they're not. That's
1: proof to me they probably are. That's a grand newscast on the way
0: and Getty. So MSNBC actually has a countdown clock in the corner, counting down (laughs) to the first Democratic
3: debate. I love a good countdown clock. It's very
0: exciting. 32 hours and 25 minutes.
3: Oh, they oh. look for any reason to throw down a timer. They <laughs> folks, just
1: tell your kids one more sleep till the first Democratic debate.
2: Because
1: <laughs> we know how excited they are. Anybody actually...
2: Swole well, swallow well.
0: With their little hands. They do like the timers, Sean. You're right about that yep. for anything, but... So, MSNBC, are they the network that has the debate, or does everybody have the debate? NBC,
2: MSNBC, and Telemundo. Okay. Telemundo. Yes.
1: Bueno, muy bueno.
2: News now with Marshall Phillips. As you're mentioned in the first Democratic debates, of the 2020 presidential election cycle are just over 24 hours away. All right, coming up, first night lineup. Are you ready for oh, this? Oh,
1: yes. Yes, I'm going to jot it down. All right. Bill de Blasio.
2: <laughs> Tim Ryan. Who? Oh. J- Julian Castro. Nobody
0: cares. Corey Booker. He's, he's, okay. he's, uh, Julian Castro will say some shocking things as he is. Yeah,
1: he's,
2: he's got out the right there. name, yeah. Castro.
1: Corey,
2: <laughs> Corey Booker, then Elizabeth
1: Warren. Strong. Beto O'Rourke. Worth hearing, but a joke. Amy Klobuchar. Uh, very, she should have m- way more support than she has. Tulsi uh, Gabbard. Turns out she's nuts. Hadn't realized it. Kind of not. You were speaking highly of I her was. a while ago. I, cause, uh, Yes, but she's an odd bird. Jay, hey. People are complicated. Yeah. Jay Inslee. <laughs> and, Jay
2: Outsley. And John Delaney. Who? That's your life. John Delaney. So,
0: hmm. uh, yeah, so I just was following him yeah. SNBC, and they, they're really treating night two as like the night. Yeah. This first night kind of, eh, I suppose we got to watch and talk about it, but... Night two's where the action. Yeah, take that. That's, that's awful.
2: Yeah, second night's going to feature Marianne Williamson. Who? John Hickenlooper. Nobody cares. Go watch some porn with your mom. Andrew Yang. Okay. South. Bend, I'd rather have the Yin. South, South. Bend Mayor Pete. Then okay. Joe Biden, yep. Bernie Cum- Sanders, <laughs> Kamala Harris. Yes. Kristen that is... Gillibrand.
1: Oh, she's a joke.
2: Michael Bennett and Who? Eric Swalwell. <laughs>
1: Um, where's the 80 year old guy? Oh, he's, he's not there. He's out. Oh, he didn't make the, uh, okay. He where, didn't where make the cut. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which yeah. night did
0: you say Kamala Harris is on? She's on the second
2: night? Second yeah. night, yeah. yeah. So
0: I've seen her and Cory Booker say some strong things about Joe Biden's whole working with segregation stuff. The question is, as always is with these debates, do they have the guts to say that on stage? Or on stage, are they going to wuss out as usually happens in these things? You say these incredibly strong things in front of a small crowd in Iowa or to one MSNBC reporter. Then you get up on the stage, they tee you up for the big shot, and you just you, you pass over and over again. I remember uh, I remember people doing that, saying rough things about Mitt Romney, and then on stage they wouldn't do it. Same with Trump. Um, Ted Cruz would say just outrageous things about how awful Trump was. And then when he's on stage, well, well, I'll just let the facts speak for themselves. But right. the important thing is, you know, they just they won't do it when the
1: cameras are on them for some reason. Hey, Ted, the facts called me and they asked you to speak for them. Speak. Here's my prediction, though. Yep. Joe Biden is exposed as an old guy.
0: That could happen, and that would that would shake up the race. That would turn it upside down. Yeah, if he looks old, and and the only takeaway is, wow, he's really old. It's a new
3: race. Any kind- <laughs> who are the voters who are now discovering this? <laughs> well, how is that new information?
2: After- well, Joe a- Biden is a dummy. If All you're a
3: right. normal person,
0: you yeah. haven't seen him speak since he left the White House. Right. And barely then. And because any- you're not
2: following this every single day like a nut job. And any confusion on Joe Biden's part will be
1: amplified. Yeah, yeah. well, he's going really. The reason I say that is because uh, I am a nut job and I follow his stuff, but. He's going with this smooth, kind of slow-talking folksy thing. Because he's the calm man for a fevered age. But I think part of that is just he's slowed down. It's age. It's not an insult or anything. It happens to all of us. Uh, You know, those of us in middle age are trying to come to terms with that. (laughs) If he does one of those that he's done uh, outside of the
0: debate, if he refers to Theresa May as Maggie Thatcher as he did a couple of weeks
1: ago, I think he's done. Right. And John Roberts and. is John Marshall. Yeah.
2: If he does one of those where
3: he's like 50 years <laughs> off of what he's talking about, yeah. he might be done. Just loses his place, wanders over, <laughs> sniffs Kamala Harris's hair. <laughs> and
2: refers to George Sniffelopagus as George Washington. Calls <laughs> Cory Booker boy. Oh, boy. Oh. oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. President Trump. President Trump making moves aimed at making health care pricing more transparent. Uh, the president signed an executive order requiring health care providers and insurers to disclose how much a service will cost before it happens. With today's historic action, we are fundamentally changing the nature of the health care marketplace. He also suggested medical pricing is outrageous. Trump saying Americans have a right to know the price of services before they receive care and that price transparency. Will lead to more competition and lower healthcare costs, and you'll get great prices. Oh. Prices will come down by uh, numbers that you won't even believe.
1: You know, I, I was just going to say, I need to ask Craig, the healthcare guru, what to think of this because it's so complicated. This, the healthcare world, is so complicated that there are all sorts of unforeseen consequences and dodges and the rest of it. Look, here he is, right in our inbox. The impetus is great, he writes. However, the order delegates the details to regulators and leaves all kinds of room for modest forms of transparency that might not make any real difference. We really need this kind of change to come through Congress in order to have any real force or impact. Nevertheless, there are not a few different regulatory agencies that will write regulations on this and could help move the ball in the right direction. Um, And he says the New York Times article below is uh, fairly well-balanced and accurate, and the title of that is It May Make Healthcare Prices More Public... Um, a, a modest step in the right direction seems to be the, the, the consensus.
2: There you go. Instagram head Adam Mosseri promises the platform does not listen in on its users. In his uh, first U.S. TV interview since taking over the helm in October, CBS This Morning co-host Gail King was pressing him on the question asking how can she be having a private conversation about something she's interested in seeing or buying, and an ad for it will pop up on her Instagram feed. Well, he acknowledged a lot of people have been asking him the same question about social media listening in. There's two ways that can happen. One is dumb luck,
3: which can happen. The second is... Repeatedly,
1: but go ahead.
3: Repeatedly. The second is you might be talking about something because it's top of mind because you've been interacting with that type of content more recently so maybe you're really into food and restaurants yeah you saw a restaurant on facebook or on instagram you maybe like the thing it's top of mind maybe that's subconscious and then it bubbles up later i think this kind of happens often in ways that are really subtle he went on to add we don't look at your messages we don't listen on your microphone uh... doing so would be super problematic from for a lot of different reasons but i recognize that that you're
0: not
1: going
0: to really believe me on
1: this. No, I get this once a week. I don't believe you. Good for you. No, we don't listen in. We have Mark Zuckerberg do it and call us. You know, I really like Gail King
0: saying that. I wish that happened more often. It's interesting you say that. I don't believe you.
3: Right. Right. (laughs) And just a
1: reminder, Instagram is Facebook. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. A couple of uh, quick uh, social media. I don't believe you. Social media (laughs) themed emails. This one from uh, Burke. Social networks should be rebranded as bragging networks. And instead of posts or sharing, the users are posting a brag or simply bragging. With this lens, most everything on them is seen in a different light. I thought that was a decent point. But we talked about how honeymoons have become Instagram obsessed photo sessions yeah. now. Got this note from, uh, we'll say, Al Anonymous. Uh, Guys love the show. Thank you. Um, Buddy from college married a woman who photographs every damn thing they do together. (laughs) For their honeymoon, she hired a professional photographer to follow them around taking candid photos. The most laughable one, which we'll never let my friend live down, is an overhead shot of the bride and groom fully clothed floating in the water. He's wearing a shirt and pants floating while they hold hands. They look like they're part of some cult baptism. (laughs) 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 There is no way any of this S was his idea. It's narcissism on full display. If I had any doubts about their future together, they were put to rest when I saw these photos. Any woman who spends that much time getting pictures of herself is too high maintenance to last very long. Damn. Here's the picture, the Candon picture taken on the Uh honeymoon.
0: (laughs) So we got a text yesterday reminding me I'd forgotten back in the day, and you got to be a certain age. It used to be an old joke about you go to somebody's house and they get out the slide projector and show you their vacation photos Right, as something that would just be so boring and self-centered and just uncool. And now it's what practically everybody does. Yeah, That's something. You want to see my vacation photos? No, I don't.
1: I have no interest in your vacation. (laughs) And your honeymoon should be devoted to having sex and recreation of other sorts if you so choose. But don't put it in front of me. It's not for me. It's for you. Anything that isn't directly for the two of you, to me, is wasted effort. There you he- want to send a postcard to mom and dad? Do it. Take it 10 minutes. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. <laughs> Kids, a postcard is a social media post that they print on paper <laughs> yeah. and then send via trucks and planes to other places on Earth for some reason.
3: If my baby likes yodeling, we're going on a yodeling honeymoon. If my baby likes Instagramming, guess what we're doing on the honeymoon?
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get a new baby. That's what I say. Get a new baby. <laughs> these are stupid babies.
3: <laughs> uh, it's but, digital natives. They, these are people who grew up with this yeah. together. This This could not be more normal for them. I'm, psycho!
0: I'm guessing there's a lot more guys that are just as into it. Then, uh, then we're leading on. Here.
1: They're psychos.
0: <laughs> we're now just 32 hours and 14 minutes away from the first Democratic debate. <laughs> Great. Tick. Times may vary. Tick. <laughs> tock. Yeah. Time.
1: Wait a minute. I I That's think, not the way time works. Yeah. I don't think so.
2: <laughs> Armstrong and Getty.
3: Like a stone, and I feel into your arms.
0: For some reason, I uh, would like to go onto the dark web There's sometime. Dark. Wish somebody could show me how to do it. I don't know what I would do once I
1: got there. Get yourself some heroin, a grenade, a machine gun, an illegal panda, a toe. <laughs> a toe. <laughs> Watch videos of a people fresh, making making oh, love to barnyard creatures or what have you. You can get that on the regular web. I guess. need.
0: I have no need for anything really ill gotten or anything like that. I just think it'd be interesting to ooch around on the dark web.
1: Got to turn up the brightness on your monitor. <laughs> Hence the name.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so uh, forget. That's you know. funny.
0: Whenever I think about the dark web, I always picture a black screen, which is just <laughs> like something a three year old would do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, forget goat yoga. Alert listener Mike in Beaverton, Oregon, uh, writes, uh, apparently goat yoga is done. The truly hip looking for health and happiness are now doing cow cuddling. Come on in, China. Anyway, Owen, too. Yeah, the cow cuddling is the latest wellness trend on the rise. The horse and cow experience is offered at uh, a place in upstate New York. 90-minute session costs about $300 for two people. I only congratulate the people doing this. Allows you to pet the cows, brush them, play with them, and cuddle them. Cows make for good cuddle buddies because of their sensitive, intuitive nature. Jack, have you found cattle to be sensitive and intuitive?
0: Uh, I don't know about sensitive, but yeah, I don't know about intuitive. I don't know how you'd notice.
1: They make (laughs) terrible little spoons. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. How would I know if a cow's intuitive? According to the (laughs) Mountain Horse Farm in upstate New York, the horse and cow experience gives farm farm animal lovers, not like I was referring to earlier, um... (laughs) A unique opportunity that, and I'm quoting now, can bring relaxation, healing, awareness about your body language, comfort, mindfulness, build assertiveness, help you with overcoming fear, build confidence, and lets you be playful and teaches you to set boundaries. Cows have a body temperature that is slightly higher than humans, and their heart rate is lower than ours. Cuddling up with a cow, feeling that lower heart rate and higher body temperature is very relaxing. Again, you can do it. Uh, buddies can do it together, or friends or spouses, whatever. 90, uh, 90 minutes for $300. Uh, we the and, people on this farm. Thanks, Mitt. And uh, all the uh, the cuddling and brushing and playing with them is uh, facilitated by an equine specialist and licensed counselor. A licensed cow rubbing counselor. Well, you would
0: not want an unlicensed. Now there's a...
1: there's a degree you can use counselor 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 yeah i get what you're working at there It's Uh, probably funnier in print
0: yes i don't usually keep an eye on donald j trump's twitter feed but i have because of his pretty strong tweets about iran today Uh, i just wonder where that's going I, i think that is a flashpoint that is not getting the attention it deserves as I said before, I think it's because these things have come and go so many times in all of our lifetimes, we just think, well, it'll get worked out one way or another. I mean, you get tensions, and then they go away. and You get tensions a couple of years later, and they go away. But right, and
1: then there's rivers of blood and lakes of fire referenced. Not, and
0: They're not always going to go away. No. And uh, Iran says it's hell-bent on getting a nuclear weapon, and we say, no, you're not. At any cost. So... Where that goes, I don't know. Uh, will that come up during the Democratic debate? Will there be any serious foreign policy? Will I get to hear what the Democrats think of how they're handling Iran or not? Or are we just going to talk about climate change and uh, mean Republicans taking away the women's health rights?
1: Well, I think the, the current party line among Democrats is that, well, the president caused this himself by getting out of that nuclear agreement and, mm. and upping the pressure. Otherwise, we would be living in a time of peace and prosperity and uh, with our good friends, the Iranians. Gotcha. So,
0: you know, it's okay. All right. I just don't want a war. I got, like, I kind of got my life planned out in a variety of ways, and I'm not sure a major world war would fit into that. No. Really throw a lot of things into
1: no, flux. No, indeed. Yeah. And, and just the whole hawkish thing being pretty comfortable throwing uh, American boys out there in the field to kill and be killed over some momentary foreign policy concern. Not comfortable with that at all. And I'm no, like, uh, knee-jerk peace or anything like that, but you people are a little too willing to say, yeah, we got to get into a shooting war. That'll show them. It's not the usual suspects, though,
0: as was with Iraq. You know, the whole neocon thing, whatever that means. Because, for instance, on Fox, Tucker Carlson all last week was really worried about the Hawks pushing Trump toward getting a involved in iran was really really happy that he didn't whereas right. there were other hosts on the channel <laughs> that didn't feel that way at all and the same on msnbc
1: you had both crowds yeah i wanted to talk about this we haven't gotten to it this week tucker's been non-interventionist almost to the point of absurdity uh he's gotten into the ignoring some of the facts business but um, yeah i've noticed that hey kids it's that time again Fire! With Armstrong and Getty. Here's your host, Joe Gay. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the squad. Positive Sean, final thought.
3: Yeah, went back to a uh, a sushi joint last night, was reunited with among my favorite things I hadn't ordered in a long time, the Rainbow Roll, Ah. a delicious treat, and I know it's basic
1: white belt sushi stuff, but shut up, I like it. So (laughs) many fish, so little time. Uh, Marshall Phillips, your final thought?
2: I gotta say, I am very proud of myself, I'm showing a great deal of self-restraint, I've got an out-of-town friend, the world-famous ukulele player, and he likes to drink, and I like to drink, (laughs) and yet yesterday, I said, no thank you, no
1: more. Wow, you cut it off. Yep. Are wow. you're, you're, you're you a grown-up now? Were you pantless it? in the middle of the street at that point? Or <laughs> I don't remember. Earlier. We were surrounded okay. by the cops at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're actually in the drunk tank. Yeah. Michelangelo, final thought. Yeah, for the Democratic debate,
2: You know, if you're one of those 5% uh, candidates, bring a hand puppet of Donald
1: Trump. I know I suggest this all the time, but if you're not going to inform us, at least entertain us. Uh, Good idea. I love it. Jack, final thought for us? Speaking of Trump and some of his moves
0: with health care, we took our 167-pound dog into the vet yesterday for for a wound it had. But uh, got the itemized list at the end, and I thought, why, why don't they do this for everything, where I know exactly what each thing costs? And they don't charge, like, that much more for the cone than you'd get at the pet store because they can't, because you know what it
1: costs. Right. It's not
0: in your insurance company just paying for it.
1: Right. Maybe a little convenience charge because you don't have to go to the store, but yeah, I love that. So I, I spent the lives of my children trying to make them strong and independent so they could move out and explore the world on their own. Now I regret it. I'm running into computer problems and understanding modern music distribution <laughs> yeah. problems and all sorts of stuff, and I'm getting vexed at every turn. I really need a youth who's uh, who's at my beck and call. If you'd be interested in that job, <laughs>
2: you're a capable
1: youth uh, who'd like to be at someone's beck and call. I'd like to hire you. Wow.
0: that's uh, That can go wrong in a yes. whole bunch of ways. Oh, yeah. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America.
3: This is... Uh
2: And we really hope you forgive us
1: for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. (laughs) The show's over. What? Bye-bye. Psycho! I'm guessing. They're psychos! (laughs) Armstrong and Getty.